You're listening to Dreams in Color with Andres and Jesse. Hello and welcome to episode two. Today we talk about the rise of great television from Mr. Robot to Veep and how movies and television can be an escape. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. So today we have a couple interesting topics. And uh, Jesse, why don't you take us uh, with the first uh, that you mentioned about TV and, and movies? Or So I was... A friend of mine the other day, he's an older guy, he's a mentor uh, of mine, and he was saying, you know, there's no good movies right now, and he's kind of looking for movie recommendations, and it occurred to me immediately, the thing that I've been thinking about the last couple of years, which is that a lot of the talent for writing, directing, and acting has been migrating to television. And, I mean, if you just look at what FX has done alone, they've got Trust, which is an amazing series about the Gettys, um, Taboo, which is might be... Um, boy, Tom Hardy might be Tom Hardy's best work as an actor. It's fantastic. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, but like all kinds of networks, even USA networks did Mr. Robot, um, are having great success at making long form dramas that really are oftentimes better than movies. You mentioned Mr. Robot. I gotta say that's in my top two favorite shows. I, I really, really enjoyed, uh, that's the, is it Sam... Elliot? No, the... Yeah. Oh, so, uh, the director? It's no, not Sam Mendes. I'll look it up real quick. I'm saying um, it wrong, but, sorry. Uh, oh, Ismail. Ismail. Sam Ismail. And uh, Remy Malik, right. obviously amazing. And I just love the way this story interacted with reality. So, yeah, I definitely agree. TV's, you know, in a long golden age. Yeah, um, just and if you look at Mr. Robot, just casting Remy Malik was brilliant because he looks like a hacker. So, I mean, how many times have you seen a movie where they get Brad Pitt to play a hacker? And it's like, dude, Brad Pitt does not look like, like what he's supposed to be. And Remy Malik just casting that guy. Of course, he's a really good actor. But that casting choice, the way he looks, is, was perfect for that role, I thought. Um, alone was a great choice because, um, I mean, he looks like a computer programmer or a coder. Um, so many times you'll see, you know, guys in movies that don't look like what they're supposed to be. So I love um, that casting. I, been, I know of someone who uh, works in computer security, and he's watched it, and he said it's a pretty good, accurate representation. Uh, there's not, like, type faster, and you'll defeat the monster hologram on the screen. So I appreciate it. <laughs> right. Are there any other TV shows you've been watching the last couple of years that just really blew you away? Um, like any other examples? You mentioned you USA up? Network. Have you seen American Gods? Oh yeah, that was interesting. I, I made it through. I think the first season and uh, really cool. Did you ever show. read the book? Was it a book or was uh, it a book. graphic novel? Uh, no, I didn't. Neil read Gaiman. So oh um, sure, He's yeah. It, I I love the concept of of the American fable. Um, my favorite TV show as of late um, is His Dark Materials, The Golden Compass from HBO. That was masterfully done. Um, I was, I'm a huge fan of the books, and it was really great to see them do such a great job. Did you get a chance to see that? So um, I got to give another chance because I watched the first episode um, and it was so already steeped in all the weird mythology and stuff. 
I felt like it was so much exposition, it felt corny to me, but oftentimes, you know, I tend to forget this. The first episode of something isn't always the best. So I'm going to go ahead and guess that if I make my way into it, a few episodes, that I'll, I'll start to like it. It wouldn't hurt to read the book because I think the writer I saw, usually TV shows have a pretty big writing staff. That's fair to say. Um, he said, no, no one's helping me. I'm doing it by myself. I'm going to... Philip wow. Pullman is the author of the books. He said he was going to honor his work and is really putting a lot of work. Uh, my one complaint was the casting of uh, Limanol Miranda as this Texan aeronaut. Didn't fit the part, but other than that, I loved it. That was a little odd. I love, is it James McAvoy? Uh, yeah. yeah. He's great. He's always amazing. Uh, I always like watching him. Yeah. Did you see, um, have you watched no. Fargo? No, unfortunately not. So um, when I heard they were making a Fargo series, I'm like, why would I watch that? I like the movie by the Coen brothers. But now uh, it's it's either three or four seasons and they're making a fifth with Chris Rock, but it's a kind of multi-decade spanning story about crime uh, in Fargo, North Dakota. And boy, it's amazing. It's, it is easily one of the best things I've ever seen of any movie or television show. Just well acted. Every season has its own arc. Even the first season, which is like the movie a bit, has its own just original stuff in it. So um, just highly recommend Fargo Love. Um, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. When you talk about cinematic TV, which is kind of what we're getting at, right? Um, what first comes to mind uh, would be Benedict Cumberbatch's or I guess BBC's Sherlock Holmes. Um, yeah, it's it a great show. It doesn't feel like a, you know, they're hour-long episodes. It feels like a short film every time. A, you know, big-budget short film. Yeah, and they kind of invented this thing that's been copied now a thousand times, where the camera zooms around and kind of details the things that he's talking about, like the clues that he sees. Uh-huh. You know yes. what I'm talking about? How yeah, the kind yeah, of yeah. camera shifts around and has a little type for what he's mm -hmm. talking about. That They kind of invented that, from what I can tell. And that has been stolen a lot. If you ever watch so. Psych, there's a little bit of that with glowing and zooms in. But uh... I enjoy, you know, my son, it wasn't a show the wife and I necessarily would have watched by ourselves, but my son was like the right age. He was like whatever he was, 12. And we all watched it. We enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, Psych is, is the best. Um, and then other than that, I just watched topical since it's pride month uh have you seen love victor it's on hulu no what's it's what channel hulu? is that uh did you see love simon no i'm glad you're recommending this though because i've heard things about them but not you know i haven't really this kind of perfectly morphs into the other thing we're talking about about you know watching happier films um is there is there any other film that you wanted to mention? Any other series you wanted to mention? I don't want to switch topics. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, real quick. Um, also, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in uh, Patrick Melrose, which was Showtime. And boy, it's super dark. It's about an alcoholic drug addict who was abused by his okay. father. So that's all I'm going to say. But, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, obviously, he's great in almost everything. But that's another fantastic series. Um, I didn't... So I already mentioned uh, FX's uh, Fargo and uh, Trust. Um, 
What We Do in the Shadows is amazing. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. And I'll be honest, I had a little trouble getting behind the show. It almost felt like a parody of the movie. Did you watch the film? So, so here's the funny part is, you know, like if you hear Beatles come together first or if you hear Aerosmiths yeah. come together cover, you might like the version yeah. you heard first. Uh, I saw, I was late. I love um, Brett and Jermaine from Fly the Concords. I'm a huge yeah. fan of that show. Me too. Um, so I was down to see the movie, but it just worked out where I saw the series first. And the funny thing is when I watch the movie now, it feels like a student film version of what they wanted to do and that the series is actually what they wanted to do. Uh, all I can tell you is I've rewatched both seasons now twice and just hilarious from start to finish. Um, so anyway, That's interesting. couldn't recommend it enough, despite your uh, uh, misgivings. No, it, it, I just find it fascinating how I did the opposite. Uh, I watched the film a couple times before I watched the series. And I guess part of what I appreciated was that the humor kind of matched the amateur dysfunctional thing. So I guess the polish, I don't know. Like you said, it kind of depends. Uh, if there was a book, I'm sure there'd be a crowd who would have liked the book first. So um, it depends what you see first. Right. Yeah, I know it totally does. Um, did we mention all the series you want to mention? Is there anything we missed? Any other series? Not offhand. I mean, there's yeah, obviously you... a lot of good okay. television. Um, but uh, not this moment. Um, can can <laughs> we kind of sh- stay in the same series but shift to the conversation we were having about kind of wanting to escape the horror of reality by looking for films that aren't horror? <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because I have a friend um, for years, and he's a, one of the smartest guys I know. But um, when we would mention a movie that was maybe dark or super dramatic, he wasn't into it. Um, he's always been a popcorn film guy. Um, again, not about his intelligence. It's about when he watches movies, he needs to escape reality, right? Not be in it. I've always thought, I think seeing awful things sometimes help me appreciate what I have, if you know what I mean. Uh, so... I just watched Hereditary a couple weeks ago. I have, have not seen, seen it? Hereditary, no. I was going to tell you, if you're in a bad mood, don't watch okay. that movie. Um, I've been a little more afraid of horror films than when I was a kid. I used to love them when I was a kid, watched a million of them. Um, I was a little afraid of Hereditary. Now that I've watched it, yes, it was a big mistake. And it just occurred to me now, for the first time in a long time, that like life is somewhat too awful, I think, for me to enjoy these movies right now. So I've been watching comedies and silly things. I'm rewatching The Office, you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know. How do you I, feel about I this? I agree. Um, probably a few months ago is when I first became aware of how, if I was, you know, upset or in a bad mood, I'd want to watch a comedy or something like a superhero film where, you know, you know that nothing really bad is going to really happen. I think um, when I'm upset, I, I look for things like superhero movies where, you know, no matter how bad it gets, it's going to be great in the end, or dramas, or, or like a light, like a, a comedy drama, or a, something fun you can get lost in. Um, so I definitely agree. Um, I've been wanting to watch Portrait of a Lady on Fire, but I know it's kind of a, a, it's a drama, it's not a comedy, so I've kind of been waiting for the right moment. But definitely, I think uh, a lot of people use film as an escape for sure 
Yeah, I'm not... It's not that I'm never going to watch another horror film, for example. But I just... <laughs> I can't... It's feeling awful right now. There's too many real things to feel awful about. Scary, real things, you know what I mean? Actual horror things. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter and global warming. There's, like, endless numbers of things occurring in the world where I'm like, I just... I need to escape this. I don't know. I guess I'm identifying that now in a way that I would have before, so... Um... Case in point, I just watched uh, the Hulu show Love, Victor, um, which is a romantic teen comedy based on the book Simon versus the Homo Sapiens and the movie Love, Simon, um, which I believe is also on Hulu or Disney. Uh, I'm not sure who produced it, what, 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 who produced it but uh, it's a, Love, Simon is a gay love story that kind of works really beautifully and a lot of people might call it corny and kind of like you know not very realistic but I, I think it was a big step um, to have something even if it's corny that was about you know a couple of, uh, a, a young man finding who he was and Love Victor kind of was a different story in the same universe of a Latino uh, young man from a religious family it has a little more trouble finding his place there. So again, there's really good movies that can kind of take you away from your reality. Yeah, or, um, sorry, people are looking me. for not, escapist not, entertainment. Not, I meant yeah, TV. Yeah, no, TV. There's really good TV that can yeah. take you away from your reality. Excuse me. Um, if people are looking for escapist entertainment, I watched Space Force. That was Did you really see good. that on Netflix that yet? That was really good. Yeah. It was, you know, like he said, it was corny. I tell you, it was. But I really enjoyed it. I like Steve Carell. I like all those actors. I thought they were fantastic. Um, I also watched, um, there's a really dumb thing on Hulu called The Great. Have you heard about it? I might have seen the cover thingy, but I haven't watched it. Right. So it's like Catherine the Great. Oh, okay. Incredibly historically inaccurate. It's like a silly version of The Tudors or Downton Abbey, if you've ever seen it or one of those shows. But um, The Great is... It shouldn't be good, but it really, really is. The sets are great. The costumes are amazing. There's a lot of anachronisms in it, which is on purpose. But um, they, if you can forgive the anachronisms that are there on purpose, it's really funny. Uh, the actors are wonderful. The King and, and, of course, Catherine are just great, great performances. And I can't say enough good things about it if you're looking for some uh, escapist entertainment. Um, I'm... I'm surprised. I'm pretty sure Catherine killed a lot of people, so I commend them for finding a, a a humorous side to that. Ironically, though, she's right. The, the point of this, the first season is that she doesn't want the king to be the king anymore because he's killing a lot of people. Uh, she wants. She's more pro progressive, and he's just a monarch that wants everything he wants. So that's the kind of the the bent of the cool. first season. I think this is kind of turning into our top ten uh, TV shows a little bit, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could do that as probably as a separate episode. That might be um, fun too. Um, that's going to be hard to do because there's so many great TV shows. As a, another comedy, I don't know if you're a fan of Veep, but uh, I've rewatched oh, yeah. it over. It's, it's, it's like uh, I don't know. I, I I've been watching The West Wing lately, and I feel like someone watched that show and said, you know, what's a Veep's office like? You know down the corridor or across the street from President Bartlett's office. 
and uh, it's just really funny. So again, um, I, I just really appreciate that universe. Forgive me for not remembering his name, but I've watched his film in the loop that has James Gandolfini in it. I've also watched his series, same guy who wrote Veep. He also made a series in Great Britain, very much similar, super, tons of dialogue, tons of insults, but hilarious. Veep, there's really nothing like Veep. That guy is a singular voice in comedy. Um, the Veep, all the performances are great. All the insults are so amazing. They, they managed to write a funnier insult with every new show. And I've, I've seen, I think, Veep the entire series at least twice. Big fan is of Is his show. name Armando Lanucci? Lenucci. Yep, that's him. And he wrote in the, the so if you like him, you should watch okay. In the Loop, uh, which is a film, same kind of style. And then if you IMDb him, his series that he did in Great Britain, for, forgive me for not knowing it. Okay. Yep. That's also very, very, now Veep is the culmination of all his gifts, but the thick of it, if you like his style, it's very similar. Cool. <laughs> Closing thoughts. Um, going to be a while before I can watch horrible things. Uh, uh, TV is better than movies. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I'd agree. I think, you know, as far as escapes go, you know, drugs, alcohol, so on and so forth, I think binging TV shows is, you know, among the safer way to do, uh, to, to escape. So um, I definitely would advocate... <laughs> for, for uh, that and uh, yeah like I said you know you can escape while watching some of the most amazing work that's being done right now and you know it's been a kind of a while of this golden age yeah so don't binge uh, drink alcohol just binge watch safer yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. until next time bye guys you've been listening to dreams in color with Andres and Jesse if you like the show, please rate and subscribe using your favorite streaming platform. Thanks for listening. If you have questions and comments, or you just want to know when we release new episodes, follow us on social media. Our Twitter account is at dreams underscore pod, and our Instagram account is at dreams and color show. No spaces, just at dreams and color show for Instagram. And if you have anything you'd like to comment or contribute, please email us at dreamsincolorshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.